Hey, everybody. Welcome to Becoming Legendary, a podcast from Vitality, where we get the opportunity to talk to people from all walks of life about their personal journeys towards becoming legend. So this week we had the great honor of having Chris Ty Melodista come on to the podcast. And Chris and his partner, Jared, did a workshop with Vitality a couple months ago that was one of the most profound experiences I've had individually. And I think one of the one of the best experiences we've had at Vibetality. It was it was really an impactful day. It's a combination of breath work, spinal flow, and dynamic meditation that that Chris and Jared really, really utilize as tools to reset your whole body. And it was really, really profound. Um, if you missed that one, track down Chris and Jared somewhere and make sure you participate in one of their workshops. Really life-changing. So Chris travels the world giving these workshops and really sharing his passion for human self-improvement. We we spoke at great length about his philosophies and the things, the tools he uses personally to make himself better. I will warn you, this is the first um, Becoming Legendary podcast that will include a little bit of profanity. Chris is an authentic dude, and there is no way for him to not share his excitement. So with that said, this uh, podcast probably best listened to without little ones. Without further ado, Becoming Legendary with Chris Thai Melodista. There are no gold medals for down dog. Maximize every opportunity so that you can become you legend and become legendary. What adjustments can you make right now to make yourself one percent better? Your only goal is to be the best version of you. All right, Chris. Thank you so much for be- for coming on Becoming Legendary. How are you, man? Good. Awesome. Good. Awesome. And by the way, I think the coffee is pretty strong because I can feel the vibe already. <laughs> it, it is a strong coffee. Yes. <laughs> um, so I always start out each one of these by asking what the typical day in, in your life is. So can you give me a typical day? Oh, yes. It's like now it's like 7.30 a.m. Okay. So I wake up generally at around 4.30 or and now ultimately I wake up at 2 a.m. because uh, I'm coaching a client in uh, Wisconsin and we don't have the same hours. Yep. So. But generally 4.30, the first thing I do, it's like smiling. Yeah, that's it, a great thing to do. <laughs> yes, you really shift your mind. Like, if you just like the first thing you do, it's smiling. After I have two questions, two daily questions asked to myself every every morning, it's who I am, who am I, and how I want to show myself to the world. So this is a two question. It's like it's I, I can't explain, but this is really really ground me to the day. And so this is what I do. Uh, this morning I did a pranayama breathing. And uh, for uh, around 11, uh, I can't say exactly, 11 minutes, 11 seconds, because it was, uh, I put a, a, a mantra and uh, with a, a super uh, apps on uh, iPhone, 
It's called uh, Apnea Trainer. It's two dollars ninety nine. It's amazing apps if you want to learn how to uh, hold your breath and uh, you have uh, some uh, tools for making breathing if you don't know how to do it. So I did eleven minute, eleven second of pranayama. Yeah, I make a one cycle of uh, the ethos flow, the breathing mm -hmm. of the parasympathetic. Yeah, I hold my breath for uh, four minutes and eight seconds. After meditation, mm -hmm. and uh, I did uh, some uh, spine flow just for waking up my day. And uh, just be here. <laughs> so, lots of things in that. I love it. <laughs> First off, I want to ask, when you wake up every day, you smile. Mm -hmm. Then... You ask yourself two questions. Yes. Who do I want to be, mm -hmm. and how do I want to show myself to the world? Yes. Are those those well, correct? Who am I? Who am I? And how I want to show myself okay. to the world? Does your answer change day to day? Yes. Okay. For sure. For sure. It's it's not a something like a commitment. It's like it, it's like nature change. It's like what I say. It's like we have season and. Uh, we forget to connect with that. It's like, it, I don't know why, it's like change is the most scary things for the people, yeah. but it's the most natural. Yeah. A cycle of life, it's all about change. If we resist about that all the time, yeah. or we have to let go. So yes, it change, because sometimes it's like, you know, it's like, when uh, I do meditation, and I teach with the people, or I stop a workshop, I say, let's put a standard here. And the standard is to think we are all the baby of somebody. Mm -hmm. It's like we're all still figuring out. Nobody has his shit together. Everybody is scared of something. Mm -hmm. So when you start your day with that, it let go of the pressure. It's like I'm just today. It really it's like I was riding my motorcycle. I, I like to put music, and it, sometimes it's almost like a kind of Japanese called satori. It's moment of deep uh, insight or illumination. To feel it's like riding my motorcycle, it could be my last day. And I'm listening to this song, I say, damn, I'm enjoying. Yeah, I'm moving, like in the flow on my motorcycle, people, they look at me, I say, everybody is like on his two hands on his uh, wheel, yeah. you know, it's like, and this deep, like, grinding hustle face, you know, and mm. uh, they're going to work for eight or 10 hours in a place where maybe they don't like it. They have one hour commute for to go, one hour commute for to come back, and they're going to repeat, repeat. And for me, it's like, wow, I, I cannot live my life like that. So every day it's different. Yes, my answer is different. Sometimes it's like, uh, what we can say, like a bad day. For me, I don't have a bad day. It's like, it really is not positive, like bullshit attitude. It's like, what is the lesson today? Uh, Last time, I like to be very authentic because it's like last Saturday, I have a meeting with a coach and he asked me a favor. I want to see him and everything. And I felt so little. And um, it was bigger like I remember. And um, he was a great listener. He was very centered, very present. Yeah, it was just blah, 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 blah. Like almost like to prove like, oh, how good I was doing it. So I came back home, I talked with my ex-wife, said, Patricia, I was feeling completely out of balance. This guy is amazing. I appreciate him so much. He impressed me a lot and everything. Yeah, I was feeling so little. I was almost competing and everything. So and this is it's like, it's great, you know, to be honest with that because it gave me a room to shift. Yeah. And life is all the spectrum, you know. And the weekend before, we had an amazing workshop. 
yeah. in your place. Yeah. We have 20 people and uh, I know it was amazing experience. So it's great sometimes to be a teacher, a student and to be lost too. You know, it's like life has all this spectrum. It yeah. is not like I'm focused just on that. It's to accept mm -hmm. all of them. You have to wear shoes. It's like how I want to show myself to the world. So I've got all this spectrum and now I can shift issues really who I want to be just today. Yeah. yeah. That spectrum idea to me is so underutilized in that when people have conversations and I don't know, I feel like it's always been a part of the, the culture that I've been exposed to, but maybe it's intensifying a little bit and maybe you can tell me if you feel that way. This everybody wants everything to be black and white every choice needs to be binary it's like in order to get this goal what what are the three buttons i need to press to get to that thing and it's just life doesn't work that way <laughs> like we're we're not computers and we're never going to be computers there's no it's just we're we're biological period yes <laughs> it's true it's true yeah you know it's like when we talk about spectrum it's um for me it's like uh, we talk about like ayahuasca all this experience and one of my deepest insight uh, with ayahuasca, this experience really changed, it shifted my mind. Yeah. It was about asking, so when you go to see ayahuasca, you don't ask what you want. It's a female energy, you ask what you need. Yep. It's like your mom, your mom gives you what you need. If you want something, you ask to your father, he will give you what you want. So. Let me, let me, before you get into that, because um, our audience is probably really different than your audience. So let me yes. just give a little backstory on, on ayahuasca and you can fill in oh, when, sure. when we need to. Um, ayahuasca is a plant medicine that's really known for being the energy of, of Mother Earth, right? Or the, the Mother Ayahuasca. And, and I think what Chris is saying is he, he's experienced this plant, this plant medicine um, and interacted with this female energy from the plant medicine. Yes. So it's very, very, um, for people that are not uh, um, familiar with that, this plant, it's a brew you, you take. It's uh, with a ceremony, with a shaman. It, you have different songs. It puts you in different mood and state. But uh, basically, you have vision, and uh, it unlocks a lot of doors, and uh, you have an interaction. This plant talks to you yeah. through vision, through uh, energy vibe, through uh conversation yeah it's it's very interesting because um it, it it's like you know it's like when we start to uh the workshop i say it's like it's going to be very hard it's like uh it's if i have to explain to you how is a strawberry you never had i can say the texture the color and everything and the smell but until you don't have didn't have like a, a strawberry you know going to know what yeah. it is so ayahuasca is the same so yes it, it's it's a for me it's a, a shortcut but you still have to do the work mm -hmm. it's not because this key uh, master key open all the doors or so much doors mm -hmm. and it can like short like maybe a psychoanalyst like for 20 years it's like in one session can unlock but you still do to do have to do the work so and, and that shortcut um you're, are you speaking of like an enlightenment or what, what is the shortcut towards, right? Like what are we headed towards? So for me, it's like what, my first session in ayahuasca, it's like she gave me so much insight without asking if she say yes. So you have the short way and the hard way. Mm. See, she didn't say to me the short way and the long way. She's saying me the short way 
and the and the heart rate. The heart rate is meditation or the thing we do yoga, yeah. qigong, and everything. It's like daily practice, daily yeah. practice, and everything. So it's like it can take you a decade, two decade, or whatever. It's uh, ayahuasca in one session can unlock all the doors. Mm. But ayahuasca say to me, you still to do the work. Yeah. So when the door is open, you have to fulfill this place. It's called home inside. You know, home is always inside. So the thing is like you open the door and now you you can come inside this space. Mm. And this space is maybe full of shit or you it's empty. It's how you want to fulfill this space. And uh, it's amazing. You know, it's like I never had this feeling in social time. So it can be a very overwhelmed because uh, now you know. And yeah. When people know, sometimes it's like it can be scary because before we can justify yourself like this is the guilt of this 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 but when moment you know it, you have to do the work or keep this room like how you want like clean fresh joyful and everything if you don't do the work i think it can really put you deeper down because now you know yeah so it's almost like a matrix blue pill red pill yeah at the moment you take it yeah can't go back yeah yeah that's a really that's a really interesting insight. They, I think the it, it goes back to that that conversation of we all want these these buttons we can push and these simple easy things and you no matter you have to do the work to create change in 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 your habits, in your lifestyle, in your life, you have to do the work. Even if you know and I think on the on a one level, right, you might not know all of the depth that you you might be exposed to through something like ayahuasca. But we all know that when we're done with our dishes, we should clean them and we should put them away. Yeah. But they pile up in the sink anyway, right? <laughs> like you have to do the work. You know what you should do, but if you don't do the work, you end up in the same situation whether you didn't know it or you did know it, if you don't do it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you know why? It, it's like, it's very interesting. And after that, I want to come back to the spectrum. But the thing is like, for me yesterday, I was doing my meditation and I was, I love to dance and everything. And uh, it's like, if you think life don't serve you, yeah. why to start to serve life itself? When the pile of dishes, it's like, you don't have to do the dishes. Let the shit, but you know it's going to be like, a ton of dishes, right. everything. So I don't have to do nothing. Right. I do my dishes because when I clean my space, I clean my space inside. Right. We take a shower every day, normally. Yeah. Okay. Or we brush our teeth every day. But if you don't do that every day, in a six months, I think you're going to have cavities and everything. Yeah. But you don't see the result of brushing your teeth every day. Right. So it's like workout. It's like you go once. You don't see nothing. Yep. Like if you work out for three months, you're going to see the change. So the thing is that it's every day. It's why it's like my life is here and now. And my forum, I, I get writing aquí ahora in Spanish, here and now. And what I'm saying is that this will stop one day. It's just how I want to show myself to the world today. I, I, I don't want to think, oh, when I'm going to have this or that or this or that, I'm going to do this. No, it's today. Yeah. Because maybe tomorrow I'm not going to open my eyes anymore. Yeah. So feel appreciation. I don't like too much gratitude because gratitude means free. And I think nothing is free. It's like it 
Mm. When I do something and invest my time in everything, it's about spending versus investing. Yep. If it was my last hour here on the earth, do I want to spend one hour with Patrick? Yeah. Yes. If it's, fuck, no, I don't do it. Right. Because this is my day. If people, they don't understand. They don't buy things with money. They buy things with time. In this time, it's they get paid for that. So right. it's what your time is worthy. This will never come back. Right. Right. Time is the only non-renewable resource on the planet. Yes. Cannot, will never be renewable. And that's it. Yes. It's amazing um, that concept of that, that taking that extra step. Because I think we all do have this desire to kind of stop at this cost this much money. But the reality is no one is getting paid without the allocation of the time. And it's the allocation of the time that becomes the end, the end goal, quote unquote, or the end cost of, of what you're doing. And that is, I love looking at that, taking that extra step, right? It's that extra depth into, into where we need to look in order to fix all of the stuff in front of us. <laughs> I, it, yes, it's for me, it's very impressive. It's like, you know, everybody knows the things. It's like, we repeat, you know, 95% of the thought of the day are recycled of the day before. 95%. I don't know how they calculate, but it's a study. 95% of the thought of today are recycled of the day before. I say, damn, it's maybe time to declutter the brain and all the bullshit we have on our brain it's like I, I can't i can't explain that it's like for me it's like i get this deep anchor i get just today to impact the world but it's like one of my favorite mantra is loka samasta sukino babantu it's about how my thought and action can inspire the world for to breathe for to be free mm. and kind but you know so it's like you want to change your, your country change your city. You want to change your city, change your friend, family, and neighborhood. You want to change your friend, neighborhood, or family, change yourself. Yeah. It's all about come back to ourselves. So for me, it's like all the things, principle, it's like repeating all the thoughts of yesterday. It's like breathing and meditation. And when you come in the workshop, it was the quality of your breathing gives the quality of your thought. And the quality of your thought gives the quality of your feelings, because people, they don't understand. It's all about feelings, how you feel. When you are in love with somebody, you're not in love with this person. I'm sorry to say that. You are in love with the feeling you feel when you are with this person. So for me, it's like time, feelings, it's what really matters. And today, it's like, I can just be focused on today. My, I've got goal for sure, but I'm not a dreamer, I'm a planner, and taking action, baby step every day make my day very fulfilled because even though I'm not going to get there, I'm enjoying the journey. I, I know it's a lot of blah, blah, blah information, but I don't know. No, I, I think it's right in line. I, there's, a, there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot. There's <laughs> yes. a lot there. But I <laughs> the think... coffee is very strong. Yeah. <laughs> it's magic stuff. Yes. Um, let, me, let me do this. We'll circle, because I think all of this, this may go back to this question. So um, a couple weeks ago, you and Jared, your business partner, came mm -hmm. in and you, you did a workshop, um, Ethos Flow. Yes. 
which is kind of the embodiment of a lot of the different betterment tools that you've accumulated over the years put into this really powerful, we did it, we, we experienced five hours of, of your guys' teaching. The, your company is Bijaya, correct? Yes, yes, we mean be victorious. It means be victorious. Yeah, Jaya in cool. Sanskrit is victorious. Cool. Tell, tell, can you give me, can you like boil down the goal of, of Bijaya? Can you, can you yes, give me sure. what, what, what that is all about? So, you know, it's like a, for every uh, religion, sometimes it's like, hey, I don't want to offend nobody. It's like he was writing on a stone. So it's like that, you know, our generation, we are a different now because we have application, it will update. 2.0, 3.0, why no religion or any things are upgrade? Mm. So for us, it's like, I don't want people to feel good in five years or one year or six months. How, what is all the tools making people in five hours make a big shift if feel good right here, right now? It's what I say, I get only today. I don't want to feel good in six months. I want to feel good now. So, but not with appeals because people are lazy. I say that because people, they're not going to like it, but they are lazy. If they could take appeals and not do the work, it, I think it's like you cannot have um, appreciation if you don't train. I don't like hustle and grind, but every skill in training. And for me, it's like yoga, anything, breathing, everything. It's a question of training. Yeah, I like the work training. I love the, to be like a child or I discovering something, I'm playful with it and I enjoy it. So be jaya it means be like be victorious jaya. So our goal is to be victorious in our life. Victorious it doesn't mean I'm above people but or under but it's like really like to have a victory in this day, to feel meaningful purpose and appreciate today. So through breathing, meditation, movement, I can feel good because it feels good to feel good. Yeah, it does. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing that feeling good feels good. Um, there's, there's this, and I, I don't want to get very, I don't want to get very deep in this at all because I, I don't think that it necessarily excites you anymore. But um, several years ago, you were certified by Wim Hof in, yeah. in his breathing method, and you were the first or the first in North America. I was the first. Uh, guys certified in all the US in 2014. Cool. It's like when I started 2014, nobody, almost nobody knew yeah. uh, about Will. It's like, and because through martial art, uh, one martial art I do, Sistema, Russian martial art, I knew about this guy, Will, so I said, I have to do that because I hate the cold and uh, so I want to challenge myself. Yeah. So, yeah. And and I think it's it's really interesting. I think it's a it's a great accomplishment. It's a really nice acclimate to have. Um, but I also feel like you're you want to move on past that. Like that's a that's a it's a thing on the resume, but it's not something that defines you, right? Like you want to create something that's that's beyond being associated with a single a single method. Yes, uh, because. And I'm going to talk about Wim because he's a mentor and friend, but he's organic and uh, I think it's like um, he has this power, he faced death so many times in his life, yeah. so he passed the line. And I think not a, a common human being going to have this experience. When you pass this line and you know you're already dead, it's like nothing can stop you. 
you are unstoppable. It's what I repeat, we have only today. If people, they, can, they don't rely that. They always think about, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. I'll and, do it tomorrow. I'll, yeah. but when, it, when it's perfect, I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. but it's today. Yeah. It's only reality, here and now. If people, they skip it. I don't know why, maybe it's biological, I don't have answer, but they skip it. Wim lost his wife. She killed herself mm. with four kids. He have to take care uh, of his four kids. Uh, he did a, um, an experience where he swim underwater and uh, he was under ice, he had two holes, he passed the hole, and he, he said, I was dead. He find, he survived. He was climbing a mountain, and he had cramps, and uh, with no ropes, he, if he was let going, he was, he, he was going to die. So all this experience make him like, he had this mindset beyond measure. So he can make so many things. But after that, his core, his breathing, it's so powerful. It, because it's backing up by science now, it's like people that are very interesting about that. It, it, it's very impactful. For me now, it's like I say, it's like when I was with Wim, we was making circles, say, oh, show me one exercise. If you were showing something, say, I like it, everybody do it. So it was very organic. It created the method around that. I think it's like the science I learned in 2014 not was very right about hyperventilation. So now with Jared, we did deep, you know, it's like Jared is a nerd, but in a good sense of yeah. And uh, We we love nerds around here. Yes. <laughs> and, and Jared is the best nutritionist you can find. It's like, uh, he, so my business partner is beyond a measure. I, I love him because he's a very um, practical. And uh, so anyway, so I bring Jared to, to uh, uh, see Wim and we knew Enough was about the cold, it, it was beyond that. And now it's like we use the, the core, the breathing, yeah. that we incorporate pranayama, we incorporate yeah. movement. Jared, a studio with Ido Portal, Coach Sommer, Boss uh, um, Wesley and Movnat, and Movement. Uh, I get like, I started breathing meditation when I was uh, 20 something, now I'm 43. So it's more to decade and everything. So yes, we incorporate all these things because I think it's like, we do spinal flow like yeah. we never did with Wim or anything. If people breathe better, they're more conscious and yeah. everything. So yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's important to keep in mind that the physical limitations of our daily lives are creating physical limitations of our physical bodies. And those limitations are preventing us from being able to fully breathe the way we should, right? If we're hunched over a computer all day and our lungs are compressed and our shoulders are slouched, it, it limits our ability to fully breathe. So we have to reestablish that movement so that we can, we can experience our full capacity to breathe. It's like, it, it, for me, it's like, it's an aberration I, I can understand. The human being not was built to be seated yeah. eight hours or, or 10 hours. If people, they have breakfast smoking cigarette, why? I don't think it's just the addiction of nicotine. I think really it's because people need to breathe. <laughs> if you are working in an office mm. and you stop every two hours for to do Qigong yoga, your boss is going to say, pack your shit, I don't pay you for to do nothing. Mm. But if you take a break, like four break or smoking cigarette for 15 minutes, it's alone. So this is an aberration for me. It's like, it's, I call it spiritual suicide for me. So yes, I, I, I say all the time, the quality of your breathing is going to give the quality of your thought. And the quality of your thought, the quality of your feelings. 
and the quality of your feelings is the quality of your life because you feel good to feel good it's so simple yeah, I repeat myself so much like the old man but I have so much rules uh, my day is today how I can impact myself and others that's all this is my dharma after that breathing meditation first first yeah take care of myself first because like that I can take care of others so yes yeah uh, I, I want to circle back on breath all the way to the beginning of the conversation when we talked about uh, your apnea training. Mm. When you're utilizing apnea breath, are you, are you shifting uh, an increase in oxygen or are you shifting an increase in CO2? So, so it's, it's very interesting because when you are impaired, uh, hyperventilating, so you decrease your CO2, increase your oxygen, but because you're not balanced, you have less CO2, you cannot assimilate so much oxygen. So I'm still figuring out what is the best uh, 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 balance, okay. you know? It's like, I, stay, I say it's like, we are all figuring out, but I have end of practice for, I know it's like when I do some pranayama, yep. and I'm in the flow, after that, I'm going in like a cycle of hyperventilation, not too much, and I hold my breath out, I can spend like this, today was four minutes, eight seconds, yeah. Uh, breathe hold. So it's pretty good. It's like people, they do eight or six minutes. Uh, it's not about, for me, it's not about competition. It's just like, when I do that, something happened inside me. It's like, kind of, taking the space inside. Mm. It's like, boom. Yeah. And the breathe hold, has something magical. It put the world in pause. So I wake up, I smile, who am I? How I want to show myself to the world? Yeah, I pose the world. We have to understand, the sun never woke up 6 a.m. to 12. Mm. It takes time. Yeah, I do the same. And on top of that, I take the luxury to pose the world. When I breathe hold, it's almost like I get the remote control and say, pause, yeah. boom. And this is, is like, I'm not spending time, I'm not gaining time. It's like I pause everything. Yeah, I feel so inside. This four minute, it's enough for it to be a four minute of eternity. It, it seems crazy, but yes, this is a, like <laughs> Yeah, there's, so what, what Chris is talking about is um, a four minute breath hold. Yes. Where, and, and we do this, we do some apnea breathing in, in some of our classes. I, I think the longest we've asked people to hold is about a minute and 30. So you can you can add that on. If you've been in one of my classes where we've done some apnea breathing, there's a, there's a couple more minutes into to Chris's hold. But I think I think the state that you're that you're really appreciating is that samadhi state, right? That where you start to really experience silence in a really new way, right? That's magical. Um, and, I, it's a, it's a, it's an experience that you can have relatively easily in a float tank. Um, I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah. So, and, and it's one of those, those things where the breath, it's like a thing that you have an option of at, at, in that samadhi state, right? Like you can, it seems like you can hold forever. It seems like breathing is just a thing that I might want to do again someday. And you can go towards the silence, which is what I, I always coach people when they're looking for that in, in the tank is actively pursue the silence, which is pursuing nothing, which is really hard for people to conceptualize. But once you get there, 
then you then it's like well now I know where magic lives yeah people they don't see my face because I'm laughing you know it's like everybody I don't know why they will always hustle and grinding what you say okay meditation what can I gain with that what can and it's very interesting people they want to gain stuff or after and uh, this question was asked to Buddha what did you gain with meditation he said nothing but I can tell you what I lost Mm. Depression, <laughs> anxiety, fear of death. Yeah. It's not about to gain something, it's to let go, to declutter. It's like put your trash out, empty the space. Empty the space, yeah. So meditation is all about that. Finding silence is great. Yeah. So people they do meditation and they do visualization. I wanna see this, this. It's not it's sometimes it's like it's great to have no expectation of any result. You relax your body. We're in fight and flight all the time. Why? Always want something, chasing, chasing, wanting this. Maybe to appreciate what you have. You know when we were talking about time and money? When people sometimes they make $10 per day, they say, damn, I just made $10. We have to understand, it's like half of the planet maybe they live in one or two dollars per day. Or less. Or less. Yeah. And so, damn. Whatever you do, appreciate it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I got a roof, I got a food, I can have time. We are in this society here, or we can decide if we want to be vegan, paleo, keto, and everything. Some people, it's like, I think I was reading how many people they don't have food. 16%, 16% of the planet, they don't have food. They just want to eat. Yeah. They don't, they don't care, vegan, uh, paleo, yeah. or keto. Just food. Yeah. If we have that, it will still... So, it's like CTFO, chill the fuck out. You have a roof, you have everything, and appreciate this moment. And for me, it's like, things we put more values, we can replace it. Car, house, and everything, yep. you lose it, you can. But the things are more valuable, maybe, think about it, they're free. Connection with a friend. Sit and to have a good conversation. Yep. Uh, to breathe, meditation. And we spend less time in what is more vital for us. Yeah. Your health, your friends, and your community. Those, to me, are like the things that are... And, and community means more than just the, the, the tight circle of friends. Like, community is how you, how you show yourself to the world, right? Like, how you interact with people you don't know. Mm -hmm. But to me, those are the three things that are the most important. And they're all free, a hundred percent free. And it's really, it's, it's sad that we put so much value in, in the things that cost money. I think it's a question of training. For me, it's like, I'm in a, a path of minimalist life. Yep. And uh, I think, uh, we, I don't know if we talk about that stoicism. Stoicism, it's uh, a, a Greek philosophy. If for me, it's, uh, I do fasting. I can spend a week or three weeks maximum I did without food. And at one moment when you're detached about food, and uh, it's very curious what I'm going to say, but if you don't have possession, you don't have bills to pay. You don't have food. Yep. So after that, when you rely with people, it's not because they can give you a job, they can give you something, it's just because you have the pleasure or you want to be with this person. So when I work sometimes, it's like not sometimes, it's one of my rules. When I work in coaching with somebody, if I think it was my last day, 
do what we spend. Even though I'm going to have a good money. Mm -hmm. If it's not, no way. Because this day never will come back. So the problem is that sometimes we are in the right wheel. Uh, it's the only country of, uh, no, I don't know if only country, but this here in the US, when you go in university, you're alone, you cannot get rid of it. So you're a young kid, you know, and I'm not going to talk about education, but you finish university, and some people, they have 100,000, 100,050 dollars to pay. Yeah. So what you do, you go to work. At the moment you go to work, you start to meet a girl, you want to buy a house, and you're in the right wheel. Mm -hmm. And you don't think about, who am I? What is my purpose? Yeah. It, for me, it, it's what is sad. Because people that are the right wheel, they cannot pause the time. Yeah. But I think now, a lot of people have this awakening. And people just say, it's like, no. Because I have a lot of people coming to me, like calling me, or oh, I've got thyroid problem, adrenaline, fatty. I don't know, you know, it's like, uh, why I'm so depressed, or I have almost so much anxiety. Damn. A conscious mind or collective consciousness uh, have a good study, go to university, have a house, have this, have that and that. So people that are 40, 45, they check all the box. Mm -hmm. And they have to be happy. They have the kids, they have the house, they have the husband, they have everything. But sometimes it's a Ooh, big hole inside. You're promised you're going to be happy if you acquired those things. Yeah. And people just say, Damn. Yeah. So they keep the face, but inside the body know. And the body is a great teacher. Yeah. And after that, they come and say, I don't know, it's like I'm so depressed, I'm anxious. Yeah, because unconsciously your body know you didn't check the box of your meaning of your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Your soul is that's that's the one you should you should be looking to check off. What what fires your soul? What nourishes your soul? And it's instead, we look at how are we going to pay back our student loans. Oh, student loan or credit or whatever. It's to find the balance. I think we cannot reject society. It's like, uh, my example is not a good one because really it's like my dharma, it's to possess less, to do more and appreciate all. So this is really personal. But after that, it's like how you can find the balance, how you can have this life in a same time to fulfill your soul, your meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, you're going to sleep much better. You're going to wake up with a smile. Yeah. I, I think it's even, it's a, to the first step, I guess, is be willing to dedicate a certain section of time every day to you, right? Yes. So many people are that feel guilty to to give themselves 15 minutes of quiet, right? To it's it's like we constantly have to be pushing out, pushing out, doing more, seeking, seeking, seeking. And if we just gave ourselves an hour, right? One twenty-fourth of the day mm -hmm. is it's it's ridiculously small amount of time to give to yourself every day and people don't do it. So that's a great starting point, right? Like how do I fit into society? How do I how do I function in the in the corporate world? How do I keep my sanity, raise my family, pay my mortgage? There's there's things that happen, but you have to also be willing to love yourself. Yes. And if you don't love yourself, it doesn't, none of, none of it matters. Yes, it's true. On my door, it's writing every day. I got success. It's to love yourself, love what you do, and love how you do it. And what is the time you take with yourself? 
it's to date yourself. If, and Tony Robbins say, if you don't have 10 minutes for yourself every day, you have a shitty life. We don't talk about an hour, 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes to really a conscious presence in the world. It, we talk about presence and awareness, just that. It's like most people happier I know, they don't have degree, uh, uh, university, they live in the nature, they walk, they see trees, they see, and they are happy. They don't read so much book, they don't have all these things. So it's maybe we think the less smartest, but I don't think smartest is about knowledge, accumulation, and everything. Right. Sometimes just to be happy and dream, but they, right. I think I'm the smartest guy. For sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, to enjoy your life, that's a, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good thing. <laughs> You know, it's like, I don't know how they come, they came with, uh, every time I read stuff and everything, and um, I love this guy, Gary Vee, because he talk about kindness and everything, and he make a video about that, but I read an article in 2015 about uh, a Huffington Post, he said the possibility, the odds will come here, it's 1 to 400 trillion, I don't know how they calculate that, but 1 to 400 trillion, we are 7 billion, it means it's like all the humanity is a miracle come true. How you can wake up for the morning, it don't feel good enough, it's worth it. I cannot understand that. When I see my daughter, she's two years and eight months, I say, really, you're a miracle come true. You're a great learner. I don't expect she's the best. I don't expect nothing from her. Yeah. It's like, your life is your life. It's your priority to feel good. You cannot rely on pills and things. And we just give us the remote control for happiness and health to doctors, to mm. science, to pills or whatever. You are the fucking yeah. master student of your own self. Yeah. So home is always inside. You do the work in the sense of training and enjoyment. It's about to be playful and to be really aware of prison of the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Again, so so many things on that. <laughs> I I um I struggle with this this willingness to turn ourselves over to doctors, especially. Um, and I, if if the science that we were utilizing to to make these decisions was uh, not influenced by money, I think we'd have a lot better uh, outcome. But there's so much corruption in the medical world that we basically go see a guy in a white coat. He writes a prescription for a pill, shot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You go home, take it. It might slightly improve the symptoms that you're having. It's certainly, almost certainly going to create other issues. And then by the end of your life, you just end up with a collection of hundreds of pills that you have to take every day. Because people, they are lazy and they're conditioning, you know? Why in school, I didn't talk about education. Why I don't like school? Because when you're a kid, uh, it's like, if you want to draw a boat, you say, no, today it's a castle or house. So you want to draw a boat, but no. So you draw a boat and the, the teacher say, no. It's like, I say it was a castle or house. So you have an F. Right. Like, it's a damn. So now, next time I'm going to do what he say like that. It means like he loves me, he appreciates me, and I feel valuable. And so since kids, we have to stand up when uh, authority come in class. We have to ask to pee. Why have to ask to go to the toilet? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> why why I have to stand up this authority? Right. Why? Because it's conditioning. It's conditioning. So we do that. It's like we take kids. 
guys, open your mind. We take kids like so little. They just want to play, be curious, knowing the world. And we say, no, now you are two years old or three years old. You're going to sit for four, five, six hours with 30 minute break. And the rest of the time, you're going to do what authority say you have to do. Yeah. Don't ask me why you're conditioned, why you're an adult. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I mean, it, there's, there's also some, some interesting studies out there on breath patterns that change once kids start sitting four or five hours a day in chairs, right? So we, we, change, the way, we change the way humans breathe mm. by cramping them into this shape that's really unnatural. And mm. it's, it's, a, it's a scary thing. And the conditioning of the, of the mental capacities is, is also, it's, it's really apparent. Um, I can remember, I can remember a college professor who changed my life by instead of teaching, memorize this textbook taught, here's a textbook, find every mistake in this textbook. Tell me why the person who wrote this textbook is wrong. And that really changed my whole perception of learning. Right, because we the, we take in we we too often take for granted every single thing we're told as the truth. Mm-hmm. We never take the time to go in and actually think about things or do our own research into things, or listen to our body. Right, we take a pill because a doctor told us to. It makes us feel terrible, but he told us to do this. Mm-hmm. He or she told us to do this. Listen, the body is the best coach there is. Yes, the, it, it's the amazing. Body is a teacher. Yeah. So the thing is like. Why I'm going to listen a guy who is, I'm sorry, uh, guys, but when I say chubby, unhealthy, smoking cigarette, because he yeah. have a white dress, he's a doctor, tell me what I have to eat. It's like, no, it's like, if I want something, I'm going to watch a guy who is doing what I want. He's good in what he did, and ask him, are you happy? Are you healthy? Yeah, I can check on that. Yes. I'm going to learn from this person, yeah. you know, to have our own critical voice, it's important. And when a process of learning, yeah, what I, I like is not like it's wrong or right. This is useful because something is useful today yeah. is not useful in 10 days. So we change this part of life, you know, and, we, and I'm going to come back on all the spectrum at the conversation because yeah. at, uh, at the beginning, we were talking about all the spectrum of the experience and uh, we uh, think it's like we have to be in just one part positive and everything. No, what's the spectrum I hear? Even though you are doing a great work, don't expect that things are going to get easier. But you're going to have the capacity to focus and shift faster. So when I did ayahuasca, one of my best insights about self-confidence, it was, I say, please, ayahuasca, tell me how I can be more self-confident. And uh, I say, okay, you want to know? So I went in a meditation position. I say, yes, I want to know how, show me what I need for to be more self-confident. And her face coming, my face like that, he said, okay, you're a piece of shit. I said, what? And I ask, I say, yes, you're a piece of shit. I said, what the hell? I said, yes, but remember, when you feel like a crap, a piece of shit, you're a king. And when you feel like a king, remember where you come from. And you're not like a piece of shit or a king. You're all the spectrum between. Embrace all the experience you had because it made the person you are here and now. Yeah. So it's not about rejection, about, oh, I did this or that. No, this accumulation of experience, all the spectrum make the person you are. So now today you can choose who you want to be. And this is it's like the problem of the people to have the responsibility of their life they don't want. 
because it's a big, huge deal. Yeah. I'm responsible for the quality of my thought. I'm responsible for the quality of my breathing. I'm responsible for the quality of my connection with the people. And people, they don't want that. They prefer to point finger, blaming society, blaming others, but they don't want to do the work. And this is like, you can not learn that. It's about openness if you say, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready because I want to impact my life. I want to impact others. Yeah. Not with money, I, because it's, we're seeking so much external approval. Yes, see, I'm sorry to curse so much, but fuck that. I have nothing to prove, nothing to hide. Yeah. Be yeah. you. Just be you. Be, be happy with every decision you make, and you're going to be really happy. Right? What I think about anybody else should have the least impact on that spectrum, right? It's what they think. If you can go home at the end of the day and say, I, I lived a great day today, who cares what people think about? Like, I'm, I'm super happy when I get home at the end of the day. That should be the goal every day. Even though you fucked up, it's like sometimes I'm a mess. I see yeah. I have this connection with this guy and I, I didn't do well, but I'm not blaming myself. Buddha said, life is not a problem to solve. It's an experience to live. We're experimenting life. Yeah. We're in training all the time. So it's time to be more playful. It's like, it to not take us so much seriously. It's like every, every time I, I think it's like, in the same time, it's weird because I say, don't take yourself seriously. But can you think it's like all the humanity is engaged in all your thought and connection? So how you want to show yourself the world? It's so important. I mess maybe today. I can change tomorrow. This is my experience. Don't um, um, uh, write my uh, next day. If I missed today, yeah. I can make a difference tomorrow. It's okay. And to allow myself mm -hmm. to learn. Oh, you know what? This connection in not was very useful for me. Yeah. I think it not was true. I think it not was kind. It not was useful. So change it. Yeah. But now. Yeah. Deciding. Right now. Yes. That's, that is the big thing. And it, and it's that, it's the, what, what you just said right there, right? There's this, there's this idea where, okay, we're going to make a change. And then we start to make this change, right? The food is one of the common ones, right? I'm going to, I'm going to start to eat healthy today. And then for a couple days, you eat healthy. And then one day you, you slip. And then once you slip one time, you're just like, oh, I quit. I'm never going to do that again. And, and. The reality is you can slip, you can fall down and get up. Those yeah. are, those are human qualities. We're able to fall down and we're able to get up. Okay. And, and we, we too often, when we're trying to better ourselves, if we fall down, we're just like, well, now, now I live down here. Yeah. What is the best story we love when we watch a movie? The guy who is successful every right. day. So, no, we love the guy who is starting a dream. It's true. He failed. He said, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm going to fight back and I'm going. This is the people we love. Rocky, whatever. It's a journey we love. Uh, uh, I don't know. Star Wars, whatever. It's about the journey. Yeah. It's to embrace all the spectrum. You have to shift. Yeah. Through the quality of your thought. Through the quality of your breathing. You are really the one who can shift it shoes for yourself. And I say it's like brushing your teeth or working out. Mm. It's like you don't see the result day after day, but after three months you will have. Yeah. And you sleep, it's, it's okay. It's like, damn, you know, it's like 
Um, one of my favorite books, The Four Agreement, is say, be impeccable with your words. Mm -hmm. Be impeccable with your words is not to be honest if they're the truth all the time. It's how you talk to yourself. I've got a girl, she's two years and eight months. If she do a mistake, I'm going to say, you know what? You're not worthy. You're not good enough. You're not... No. It's like she make a mistake. It's okay. Not big deal. Okay, I explain and, and maybe she will do it do it again, but it's our own experience. So for me, it's about commitment. A commitment is like when you get married, we say, oh, I commit. It will do one day. No, the commitment is every day. Yeah. You have today. So you want the quality? It's today. So I sleep, okay. I can change the next day. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so true. We can change it. You don't even have to wait till the next day, right? No. You can change, you can make a mistake and then stop yourself in the middle of that mistake, right? You can, you, can, you can get in an argument with somebody, stop yourself in the middle of that argument and say, you know what, Chris, I really appreciate you. I'm sorry, I don't know why we're doing this. And you can end it right there. You don't have to wait till the next day and apologize. You can do it right there. Yes. It's, it's so, it, if we could just pull the ego out, right? Like the, the ego wants to drive towards pushing people down, really. Yeah, it's like, I want like everybody do this experience right here, right now to close their eyes, to put their hand on your heart, to feel the heartbeat, and to inhale through the nose, and to exhale through the mouth. Feel your heartbeat, feel the hair coming inside your nose, feel the hair coming outside your mouth. Feel this life running through your veins inside. Just open your eyes, this will stop one day. What are we going to do until then? This is the only question. This will stop one day. So this is useful. It's, this is kind. This is true. Sometimes this is true, but this is not kind. This is not useful. So we can stop doing it. It's all about us. It's all about you. And the shift is like different to us, you know. It's very simple. Yeah. I think the rules are very simple. We have all this knowledge that do have the courage yeah. to be brave yeah. enough. Simple but hard, right? It's simple. The, the concept of I'm just going to end whatever th the things that are not serving me and I'm going to do the things that are serving me. Those are yes. very simple parameters, yes. but it's also very hard. <laughs> because I think it's like, you know, if uh, somebody, uh, you have to pay like $10,000 for breathing, I think, damn, I paid $10,000 because you value your your life yep. with money, yep. so and not with the time on earth. Yep. So for me, it's like, because my paradigm, my pattern is completely shift in yeah. my mind. I don't care, I really don't care. This is my day, this is my life, mm. and uh, it's how I'm going to live it. Mm. I, that's just perfect. So I'm gonna ask you the very last question of the podcast. Do you have anything that you wanna ask me? Ask you? Yeah. Okay, um, so, for me, it's like, uh, I'm impressed with Patrick, how he's doing it and his story because uh, he's still like, how many years and like, not doing nothing, he's still in bed. Two years of bedridden. Yeah, two years in bedroom. And now it's like, today I'm going to have my first yoga class here and uh, I love his place and everything. And my question about you, Patrick, is like, who are you and how you want to show yourself to the world today? I love it. Um, yeah, I'm a, a super nerd. That's who I am. Um, and I'm somebody who 
wants to share what I've been able to learn with with everyone, right? So how how I want to be, how I want to show myself to the world is a, is a is an interesting question. I love that question. Um, I want to show myself as who I truly am. So I think I've I've lived this world, this corporate world, I, I where you know you're judged on the clothing you put on, you're judged on the shoes you wear, you're judged on the way your hair is, and. Um, the, the red beanie that I wear 90% of my life, um, I, I, really, I really remember acquiring this beanie because it was a sample in a clothing line from Adidas that I, I used to work for Adidas. And um, it was a women's sample. And when I put it on, I put it on at a sales meeting. And the response, the like shock and horror of me putting on a women's sample was something that I remember looking around and thinking, it's a hat, guys. <laughs> like, it's, it's a hat. You put a W on it. That doesn't, that doesn't do anything to it. It's a hat. And so my, my ability or my, my, my desire is to just show who I am, which is just Here's me. I'm this little nerdy, skinny guy. I laugh awkwardly all the time. I enjoy coffee. I want to share the cool things that I've been able to find in my life. And I want to be able to have people share the cool things that they've found in their life with me. And that's it. Yeah, it's awesome. I remember it's like you introduce yourself. I'm Patrick. And I'm the friend of everybody. And uh, I think it was, everybody was smiling because I think it's amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much. What a fun time. I, um, time fly. It's like, wow. I know. I, I, know. I, I feel very appreciative to you and Erica. And uh, thank you so much and, uh, for your generosity and for your time. And uh, thank you. Thank you, man. Let's go get you into some yoga vibe. Yes. Thank cool. You. And that is the podcast for this week. Uh, Chris is a really unique individual and the passion and the constant desire to better himself and better his planet is really, really inspiring. Um, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, if you have the opportunity to go and attend one of Chris or Jared's Chris and Jared's workshops, make it a point to make that happen. It will impact your life profoundly. Five hours to better yourself is an amazing return on investment. In two weeks, we have Heather Janeski coming on the podcast, and I can tell you that conversation is absolutely incredible. It touches on points from every single episode that we've done so far. Jeff, Julia, Chris, all of these connections tie together. Patty, Every single episode is brought together in the conversation with Heather, and you will enjoy the heck out of that. 
talk to you guys in two weeks. Take care till then.